<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Listen, holiday best of happy hours, Sean. They are uh, stressful for mama's youthful good looks. Oh, boy. I need to, right? Plexiderm. That's why That's why God created Plexiderm. Mm-hmm. Because, right, you're thinking back to, remember when we originally did this happy hour? Oh, my God. If we look at the video, how much younger we were? I looked 12. Okay, I looked, well, all right. You looked eight. Okay, listen, new year, new face. Do the, Let's do this, right? Yeah. We all write the 10-year challenge. You don't even need to take use an old picture. You mm-hmm. can cheat. Just use, like that. Right? Plexiderm. A few minutes later, there you go. Mm-hmm. There's your you 10 years younger. Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum, visibly eliminates those wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in minutes. I thought it was horse pucky when I watched the TV commercials, Sean. Yeah, I did. Sure. I was yeah, like, oh, right. come on. That's time lapse. That's not real. Then you tried it. Yes. I did, infomercial sidekick, and I was like, a few minutes, and boom, they're gone. Bags, crow's feet, wrinkles. You're a baby. You don't know yet, but you'll know soon. Where do you you see? Okay, ring in 2020 with confidence. Plexiderm, it goes on clear. Nobody even needs to know, unless you're overly chatty like I am. Go to triplexiderm.com. Type in the code SEXYLIBERAL. 50% off plus an additional 10 bucks off. You heard me. That's right, 50% off plus an extra 10 bucks off. This offer also available by calling 1-800-685-1292. Mention the code SEXYLIBERAL. Plexiderm backed by 30-day money-back guarantee. What do you got to lose? Nothing. Triplexiderm.com. Type in the code SEXYLIBERAL at checkout. Triplexiderm.com. The code is SEXYLIBERAL. Shit, it's actress Leslie Ann Warren. <laughs> Holy fucking shit, happy, happy hour. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me just okay, breathe, center. Okay, so our friend, our mutual friend, Allie Willis, texted me right before the Women's March, and she goes, I'm sitting here with my friend Leslie Ann Warren, and I was already like, stop! But I made her do that. I made her do that, because she said somehow, I don't know how right. it came up, but your, your right. name came up, and I said, do you know her? Oh my God! I love her. I listen to her every morning. Okay. And she went, yeah, I know, I this know, is, I know. So, all right, I've already had my first orgasm. Okay. Um, okay. I and I said I wrote uh, Allie right back. I was like, oh my God! I I named my first dog Pookie because of her. Yes. Okay. I don't want to make you do it this early, but if if you do it again, yeah, just do it. Pookie, I'm horny. <laughs> I can die now. 
<laughs> All right, Academy Award nomination for the uh, Victor Victoria for the Ditsy Showgirl. I was with James Garner. What's that? I never thought of her as Ditsy. I didn't. I always thought she was sort of cunning right. and street smart and kind of tough. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. We. You need to. I. I don't mean to make a phallic okay, joke, but okay. you need to get right. Okay. Into is this. Is that better? Okay. Yeah. And maybe just boost her mic because she has that breathy gotcha. voice. It's, Making us all crazy. Um, okay. Okay. So, so, first of all, you got fucking robbed. What do you mean Academy Award nomination? Who the fuck won that year and why? Uh, God damn it. it was, yeah, Jessica Lang won. Oh, or fuck her. <laughs> Where's her body of work? <laughs> For what? For what? Which? For Tootsie. Tootsie. Oh, but whatever. I'll tell you what. She was, no- she, I she think was it- fine. No, <laughs> it's because she was nominated in two categories. She was nominated for Francis. And for Tootsie. Oh, okay. And Meryl Streep won for Sophie's Choice. And oh. I think it was sort of a political... Oh, Meryl Streep of- also. Yeah, I have heard of her. Okay, yeah. well, listen. That was a tough year, Leslie. That was a tough year. <laughs> Can I just say, if, if, we get, uh, uh, if we get Jessica Lang on here, I'll just be like, yeah. thank God you won that year. I know. <laughs> I actually ran into her My in the park. Friend. I ran into her in the park. And I'm such a geek that, like... I. I couldn't think of anything current. I just, I didn't realize it was her. She was like, oh, beautiful dog. I was like, oh, your kids are beautiful too. And I, oh my God. You're just, and then I was like, I loved you in Francis. It's like the high and my friend's like, couldn't sport. you think of anything more fucking current than Francis? I was like, I, 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 I. But she was magnificent. Francis. Yeah. She was. That, she was. Yeah. 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 I have to give it up. Enough about her. Okay. We've really had it with her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, uh, well, and here's the thing is, so knowing you and, and talking to Allie, you're obviously this incredibly smart political activist, all this stuff, which is why you would know a nerd like me that works in my basement. But, but that's, I mean, that's what, well, that's why they call it acting. Because when, if you, when you burst on the scene, I mean, you'd obviously done a, a shitload of stuff, but you're right. People go, oh, she's that ditzy blonde. And then you had this amazing, you've had this amazing body of work. But it's interesting because people actually, uh, they are fans of lots of different things I've done. Right. It's, it's interesting. I mean, yeah. it's like there's, you know, the, the Victor Victoria fans and the Clue fans. And right. There's the Cinderella fans. You know, it's yeah. sort of cross the board, which yeah. is kind of fantastic. Wait a minute. Did we hear that? Is Ryan Reynolds thinking about doing another yeah, Clue? Yeah, I hate that. You do? I, I do. I, I, I mean, I, I always feel like the original should be right. allowed to remain intact. You right know, and Tim right. Curry was so phenomenal. So I mean, I love Ryan Reynolds, and I think he'll do a great job. But, yeah, but yeah, yours was special. It was, you know, it was. <laughs> yeah, I think well, it was. But yeah, it's whatever. so funny. I have uh, we had Martin Sheen on a couple of weeks ago, and I'm friends with a lot of the West Wing people, and you know, there's been a lot of buzz because it's big on Netflix, and I know they asked Allison Janney about, you know, they're talking about bringing it back, and she's like, we're all too fucking old now. Are you kidding yeah. me? <laughs> You're supposed to be like young idealistic people that work in the, in the White House. I did my first movie with him, with Martin Sheen. Oh, did you really? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, what an amazing, kind man! Oh right? yeah, so kind and such a you know great actor and yeah. so yeah, generous, yeah, lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. I, where do I even start? So I have uh, in my phone you saying Pookie, I'm horny. So I did name my first dog Pookie, yeah. a toy peekapoo. Who lived Did you to, do that? Who lived really to seventeen and a half after the movie? Yes, yes, oh, that's so I, it was when I was in college, nineteen eighty-two, right? Yeah, and I just loved that movie so much, and it was <laughs> it was my first dog, my first you know my own dog after college. 
Do you know the story behind Pookie? No, please tell. Okay, so uh, I have an acting coach that I've worked with forever, forever, forever. And we were sitting around and we we decided, we made a choice that that whenever Norma, my character, wanted to call um, the James Garner King, the James Garner character, to have sex, she she named his penis Pookie. (laughs) That's the truth. So now I did you not know. know that. Yeah. So when I'm calling Pookie, now you know what I'm saying. Now, you know, I, I warned you ahead of time. I wanted to ask you if you had any James Garner Kodak moments uh, naked with him when you did sex scenes. Because everybody wants to know, are you actually naked ever or close to it? Well, I certainly didn't do any <laughs> sex scenes with Jimmy. James right, because he was a homo in the movie, as we recall. No. What? No. He I'm was sorry. not. Wait, I'm that confused. Was his, that was oh, his bodyguard. Right, right. His, that bodyguard. Was his bodyguard. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting confused. Oh, 1982 Garner. was a long time ago. <laughs> okay, he was no. confused about being attracted to a drag queen until she wasn't. Right, there you go. He was, he was, we didn't yeah. have any sex scenes, so we, okay. I didn't do any with him. Well, there's that famous picture of you in bed with him. He's like shirtless. and He's kinda, shirtless, but I'm in a... And he's yeah. just kind of going... Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that was very, that was amazing. I mean, amazing. And, yeah. Oh, these best of happy hours, Sean. You know, I'm thinking of earlier happier dental days before mm-hmm. I had English teeth, before I had that guy, oh, duh, that guy's teeth, right? Mm-hmm. Power swabs. Because you know why? I used to try the teeth whitening straight, and they right, they make your teeth all sensitive. Oh, it's awful. I've done it too. Thank you. Teeth whitening trays, sloppy, expensive. They burn your gums. Teeth whitening strips cost a fortune. The dentist, forget about it, right? Not with your student debt, mister. It's not happening. No. Holidays are coming. Office parties. Family gatherings, come on. Yeah, it is amazing. I thought that that was old technology where your, gum, or your gums get all oversensitive. It's, ugh, right? It doesn't you, have to be that way. No, it doesn't, Sean. You, you've never really whitened until you whiten with power swabs. They're clinically proven to whiten an average of two shades in the first five minutes. That's five minutes. Wow. That's tooth, toothpaste commercial stuff. Come on. Don't you hear that little cling when you smile? I do. Okay. If you're not happy... Power swabs backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee, safe, effective on all dental work. You need to try power swabs. You'll not believe how much whiter your teeth are in just five minutes. And I got you a deal. Did I get you a deal? Go to buypowerswabs.com. Use my code SEXY for 40% off and an additional $10 off plus a free quick stick. (gasps) That's right. 40% off plus $10 off plus a free quick stick. Or you can call them 1-800-668-1749. That's 1-800-668-1749. And use my code SEXY, buypowerswabs.com. The code is SEXY. One more time. Oh, I had to smile. Buypowerswabs.com. So, uh, all right. Uh, All this stuff I didn't actually know about you. Born in New York City. Of Mm -hmm. course, you're from New York. But you started as a, uh, you were a dancer, damn it. I was a ballet dancer. I'm going to just yell lines from showgirls at you this entire She's a dancer, damn it, Travis. Is that from Showgirls? Something. <laughs> I love it. What's your favorite movie? <laughs> but, um, I, well, you know, you could tell you're 5'8". This is very statuesque. Uh, I'm not 5'8". Are oh, you not 5'8"? No, no, no. I'm not 5'8". I'm have five you shrunk? Eight. What's happening? <laughs> I have shrunk. I'm about 5'6 and three quarters. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. close enough. I'd like to be fine. My point is, yes. you were a ballerina at <laughs> the yes. time. You started dancing when you were six? Yes. You start ballet when you're like six. Yeah. That's when you start. Yeah. And I was really serious about it. It's what I wanted to do, and it was my dream, and you know, wow. was beautiful at the ballet. Wow. My, my uh, mom forced me to do uh, tap and ballet when I was five, and I fucking hated it. You did? 
Yeah. Well, I was, I, was a little ju- I was a little junior dyke. I was like, I fucking hate this. Can I go play <laughs> softball with my friends? Where are you from? <laughs> Buffalo, New York. I was born in D.C., but I grew up. I, we moved when I was three back to after my dad, uh, after the incident in the election. <laughs> we moved back to uh, Lockport, New York, a small town where I grew up. Okay. But yeah, no, it's so funny, isn't it? How you either you, you were uh, Tanya Harding without the felony. Like, Excuse you know, you, when you see the movie, I, Tanya, <laughs> that she just loved to skate with from the time she was a little tiny yeah, girl. That right. Last so scene where she's talking about yeah. this is what I do and I don't know what I yeah. That's how I felt yeah. about ballet. I mean, I really felt that way. About yeah. Ballet. Unless there's felonies I don't know about, Leslie, and we're not that <laughs> close yet. Uh, but wait, wait a minute. You just want to hang on. Uh, uh, you were a student at the School of American Ballet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you with Balanchine. You yeah. I auditioned for that when I was about thirteen. And uh, wow. Yeah, and I'd been studying intensely, seriously from the time I was six. So when I was thirteen, I wanted to audition for that School of American Ballet. Wow. And I and I got in, and that's where my wow my insane eating. Yeah. Began. You've talked about yeah you're eating. Oh, yeah. Well, I doesn't I hate to say it, but doesn't almost every ballerina or model have an eating well a lot and i mean it's changed now you know it's changed yeah they dance companies all over the world but but in new york now encourage dancers of all shapes and sizes to 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 dance but when i was balancing they literally measured your elbow to your to your wrist your knee to your i mean if you didn't your neck how you, you were measured yeah because he had an epitome ideal of of what a ballerina should look like. And, wow. And if you didn't fit it, you couldn't get into school. Yeah. So I did, and then I got breasts. It was very disappointing oh. for all of us. Well, not for a lot of guys I know. <laughs> <laughs> and girls. It didn't work back then for, <laughs> for ballet, so. Not for me. Speak for yourself, but okay. <laughs> um, so... All right. So, okay. I, wow. I was going to say, first of all, you were an incredibly intense six-year-old. <laughs> I was. I remember focusing on anything when I was six. So I was like, it's true. I'm going to work with Balanchine. <laughs> That's fucking intense, man. I was. It was I, I was. Yeah. I was really serious, and I was very sort of yeah. um, driven. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, early and you can't explain that, except I've heard you talk about that it's your, I mean, obviously, as renowned as you are as an actress, even a, a, a singer, you, you were a triple threat, as they said at USC Theater. A triple <laughs> threat, Travis. She's not just a singer who moves well or a dancer who can sing. She is all three. What happened to you? I was a triple. Wah, wah. <laughs> I was a triple nothing. I was. Can I just say I was in? I got cast in West Side Story at you the did? Edinburgh Theater Festival. Yes, Leslie Ann Warren. I did. We're in at the what Edinburgh role? Theater. What part? In the chorus anybody. of West Side Story. I but I was such a bad, anybody's? such a bad dancer and such a bad singer that I uh, got kicked out of the cast and I had to run the spotlight, which I was equally oh my bad at. God, that's terrible. I had a choreographer actually uh, physically pick my feet up and just be like no what no that's that's yeah and then the musical director when i was singing was like okay what do you hear because you're not singing notes all right so my point is you're the opposite let's (laughs) we have so much to cover i mean travis what the fuck i mean who has a goddamn resume like this look at this this will be here. We'll be here for days. So you got the filmography. Uh, yes, talking to the mic. Uh, all right. So, uh, um, 
So you were also youngest actor ever to have attended New York's actor studio. You were 17. Yes, I lied getting in because you were supposed to be 18, and I lied. Wow. I actually was assisting an actor in my class. Right. It was his audition. Right. And um, I think because I didn't really know how prestigious the actor studio was, I wasn't as terrified as I would right. be now. Right. So we did this audition, and he didn't get in, and I did, which was amazing. Yeah, and then wow. I started studying with Lee Strasberg. For but when years. was there a transition from uh, dancing. you know dancing to acting, and and you were all you always sang? I take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Well, no, I didn't always sing. I mean, when I was about fourteen, a lot of my friends in New York were in Bye Bye Birdie. Okay. Because it was on Broadway, and I used to go backstage and watch them and just kind of hang out. Mm -hmm. And I started feeling like I can do this. Right. I can do this. I want to do this. Right. And then I started studying acting and started jazz classes and started studying singing and I started I actually went I snuck into my first audition I mean I didn't tell my parents I, was, right. I, I made up this name and I went to this audition for the national company of Bye Bye Birdie and I got it Wow! and, and they wouldn't let me go because they wanted me to finish high school you know? is that something you're grounded for what you got cast in a Broadway <laughs> god damn it let's <laughs> I've been to your room but you're touring <laughs> exactly <laughs> So then you're I, ground. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I stayed in school and I went to professional children's school, which is a school in New York that allows oh, you. It's like fame. Well, it kind of is, except it's much more academic. But they let oh. you go and audition and take class and do whatever you want to do, right. you know, right. in your career. And I officially auditioned for my first Broadway show, 110 in the Shade, while I was in high school. My wow. Of high school and I got it. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, made your Broadway due in, in 1963, film debut in Happiest Millionaire in 67. Um, wait, I, can you tell me about Drat the Cat? What's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Drat the Before Cat. Before we went on to Academy Award nominations <laughs> and Golden Globes, you were in a little something called... <laughs> it, was, it was a Broadway show, and it was my first leading role, and it was with Elliot Gould. And, oh, wow. um, very nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. and Joe Layton, who's a phenomenal mm -hmm. director, choreographer. Um, and it was about uh, uh, this cat burglar, which was me. Oh, and you were the cat burglar. I was. Was this sort of like a pre-cats kind of thing? No, <laughs> nothing to do with cats. Sorry, Stephanie. Oh, cat no. burglar, that's all it was. Okay, yes. got it. <laughs> so. um, Sean, uh, let's say Warren's vegetarian food is here. Can you... <laughs> Do something with this. There's something happening with several phone calls here. I'll run the what is that? Travis told me you're a vegetarian, and then I'm reading an interview. Oh, I go get a fat burger once in a while. I was like, what the fuck, Travis? I saw something in your bio that you were vegetarian. For a while, a oh, long time ago. Oh, great. Well, <laughs> thanks for helping me order all wrong, Travis. <laughs> but that's fine. It's Sean, fine. go to fat burger while you're out there. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right, so uh, Drat the Cat. Yeah. So Drat the Cat was a Broadway show. I did this Broadway show. And right. Then, and then I went back out. Isn't that right? You're looking at my bio. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I went back out and did The Happiest Millionaire after that. Is that yes. correct? Uh, you know what? I, listen, I'll be the judge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You won the Theater World Award, though, for your performance in Drat the Cat, which... No, I won it for um, 110 The Shade. All right. Well, this fucking Wikipedia <laughs> can suck my dick. <laughs> I'm sorry, Travis. She is an esteemed Academy Award nominated what actress. What is happening to you? I don't. I don't know. Listen, I'm a little nervous. Oh, um, having some more wine. You know what it is. You know what I. Well, you know I'm nervous. I was watching a little uh, uh, YouTube review in the Color of Night. 
Uh-oh. And it was this little hot girl and girl scene with Jane Marsh. That's right. A little bit of a girl and girl kiss. Got and I it. was like, mm, tell Mama more about that. <laughs> I had to touch her breast. Oh, my God. How horrible. <laughs> tell me, how, how was that for you? <laughs> I think the director's cut has all the good stuff in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Guess you know what Mama needs for Christmas, Travis. Get a, get a Mel or a Netflix subscription. <laughs> have we ever taken a lady uh, dip in the lady lake uh, personally i know you're married to a man but uh, just asking only on screen oh well sorry uh, <laughs> fuck my life <laughs> now wait you are awfully pretty <laughs> thank you yeah <laughs> okay now leslie <laughs> Get on your side, isn't it? <laughs> it totally is. Um, yeah, I I was I was really YouTubing my ass off today because you have such an amazing breadth of work. Um, you got the Golden Globe you uh, for the best actress in a drama series, 1977's miniseries Harold Robbins, 79 Park Avenue. Yes, um, that was fantastic. I watched that. You watched I, it? I, well, I did pause. I paused a little bit on the girl on girl scene in Color of Night. <laughs> Where you played um, an infinite nymphomaniac? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll talk more about that. Okay, that's a, all right. Let me funny if the whole interview is about that and about <laughs> Jane March. Boy, she was so gorgeous. Too. Yeah, she's beautiful. She well, you both were. Yeah, so it was both are. Mm, wow. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's okay. let's talk about it. daughter okay. of uh, uh, you a singer. That's no surprise. And your dad was a real estate agent. Family Russian Jewish on both sides. Mm-hmm. Your father's original surname, Warren Knopf. Mm-hmm. Well, that was clever, Warren. Okay. <laughs> Good job shortening that. But what was your childhood like? Uh, siblings, and were they supportive of your dreams? My parents were incredibly supportive, yeah. Okay. I mean, they were not stage parents at all, at all. Wow. But I was, I don't know, you know, I mean, I really do believe in sort of some people, I guess, destiny. Right. Because right. I wanted to dance from the time I was little. Right. And they simply gave me the, the classes. I got to go to the classes and do what I love to do. And I'm the one that wanted to audition. And I'm the one that, you know, right. so they were, they were incredibly supportive. I saw they took me to my first Broadway show when I was three and a half. I oh, wow. Neil Brenner. What was it? Oh. King and I. King and I. Yeah. yeah. Gertrude Lawrence, Neil Brenner. Wow. And every Broadway show after that. Every ballet company, wow. you know, Gelsey Kirkland and Barishnikov. And so I was inundated with a tremendous amount of stimulation and culture. Yeah. I'm and a friend. I have a friend that's an actress, and um, she had the same experience. And, you know, their parents were like, oh, actress? And she's like, you're the one that took me to Broadway shows from yeah. the time I was what, what did you expect I was going to want to do? No, they were <laughs> really supportive. And my brother was like an incredible composer, musician. He composed all the oh, music wow. for dynasty and dallas oh wow steel and all of those you know shows wow i mean so that runs in your family obviously Mm -hmm. you're because you're obviously a gorgeous singer too i mean i we have so much to get to cinderella you've played (laughs) everything um these best of happy hours are killing me i have to do a double dose of plexiderm now because i i right you're just you're thinking oh this was a younger me you're looking back and seeing those pictures of yourself and you're like wait a minute fight where'd the time go oh when you have to post the social media pictures and then you're like what the what the what has this happened Mm -hmm. what happened what has this happened under your eyes is bags crow's feet wrinkles Mm -hmm. what has to be done is plexiderm plexiderm. that's what's got to be did okay plexiderm a clinically studied serum visibly eliminates your wrinkles crow's feet and under eye bags in just minutes i'm not kidding 
I it really seriously just minutes. All I had to do was apply this powerful serum to my problem areas. And I, I know you think of me as one giant problem area, which I am. <laughs> but not anymore because you have Plexiderm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right. In 10 minutes, boom, it's a whole new me. Delightful. Uh, simply put, I'm, I, by the way, I'm going to have my Christmas nap. This, it helps preserve anything you've had done. Like, a, like the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Yes. I think of myself as working at the Louvre now, preserving this art, <laughs> this face art. Okay. Um, the best thing is it goes on clear. No one even knows about it. Go to triplexoderm.com. Use the code SEXYLIBERAL for 50% off plus an additional $10 off. 50% off plus an extra $10 off. Also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning the code SEXYLIBERAL. Plexiderm Mac... Plexiderm, backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to triplexiderm.com. The code is sexy liberal at checkout. Don't forget, triplexiderm.com. The code is sexy liberal. But wait, can we just can we fixate for a minute on Mission Impossible? Because I, yeah. I, <laughs> I loved Mission Impossible. So you, uh, uh, first of all, can we just talk about the theme song for a minute? Because right, dun 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 dun. dun. And yeah. did it get louder so you couldn't really hear the mission, or was it me? No, was it, it really... did get louder. It did. Get... <laughs> Your mission is because I can't hear it over this goddamn music. Well, what will happen? What? So you played uh, um, Dana in the, the character's fir- name. Was first season or? It was after Barbara Bain left. Okay. And, oh, pardon me. I just spit on myself, <laughs> which is fine in front of an Academy Award That's just actress. That's actually cool. <laughs> I'm surprised that didn't happen sooner. <laughs> um, but you talked about Peter Graves as being one of your mentors, right? Well, uh, no, he wasn't. A, who, who, I don't, I don't know. Well, Wikipedia, <laughs> Travis, what's really. Up with you? you know, Wikipedia no. <laughs> can suck both my tits now. As, in addition, he's lying to us. Oh, fine. No, I loved Peter Graves. He was hysterically funny, which people never got to see right. because he was so deadly serious and earnest. Um, but he was really funny, and and uh, it was an interesting moment for that show because they Barbara Bain had you know established that right. character and then they wanted to bring in a younger mm-hmm. spy and someone who you know so there was all this should we let her freckle show should she go without a brush I mean it was all you know it was insane it was so stupid but it was a great experience I wanted out at the end of the year because I felt really um, that show was about the the gimmicks and the sort right. of you know it, yeah. it wasn't really what I wanted to do yeah. so I asked to be let go and they they, yeah, because I, you know, I know when they talk. I mean, obviously, when they sort of write your biographies and things like you're saying, like people know you from the baby boomers, go, ah, oh, Victor Victoria and this Mission Impossible, but you know, yeah, I mean, and Clue obviously is, a, you know, a That's huge thing. But then you've also been on uh, Desperate Housewives, uh, playing uh, Terry Hatcher's mother, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, Will and Grace. Um, That's so, fabulous. Yeah, you I, you were saying I think in one thing that was one of your favorite experiences in TV. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, just it's so brilliant the writing. Do you like it? Yeah, I love. Oh my god, love who doesn't it? love Will? Are they going to bring you back for the new season? You yes, know, let's go. I begged. Let me just tell you, I begged. What, <laughs> Leslie Ann Warren? <laughs> I am so but the, but disappointed <laughs> in you. <laughs> but the problem is, my character was the mistress of Sidney Pollock, who has played Eric's uh, Will's father, mm-hmm. and Sidney passed. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so there was, there's not really. Well, maybe you killed him and it's another clue. Come on. <laughs> let's go, you know, let, 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 let's, come on. Let, let's come on, come on, let's think let, here. I hope he's listening. Uh, you know, it, it's a difficult sort of character to mm-hmm. find a way back in, mm-hmm. but I hope that they do. Because watching, they're all great, but Sean and Megan, yeah. oh my Amazing. God. Amazing. Oh yeah. my God. I mean, from the time you do a table read, yeah. to when they get out, it, 
up on their feet, it's staggering. Yeah, yeah. it is amazing. Right. Um, by the way, here's a fun fact. I have eaten more in this happy hour than Leslie Ann Warren ate in her entire <laughs> ballet career. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right. I don't even know where to go next. The, I watched clips today from... Um, Cinderella, Rogers and ha- Roger and Hammerstein, obviously. That was your first major television success. That was 1965. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, my God. Was You're just a baby. I was that? 18. Yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, yeah. It was incredible. I mean, my first, I was in 110 in the Shade on Broadway at the time. And my yeah. first audition for Richard Rogers, I was so terrified yeah. that I it was awful. Yeah. And he said, thank you, but no thanks. And then the director had seen me on Broadway and said, oh, bring her back. Please bring her back. And so they brought me back, and it was Richard Rogers and the director, Charles Dubin, and Johnny Green, the right. supervisor, and everybody was in Richard Rogers' apartment in Park yeah. Avenue. Of Rogers and Hammerstein, for those of you yeah. just tuning in. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. For real. And, and they, he cleared everybody out of the apartment, right. and he just had me sit down next to him, and he played my funny Valentine, and had me... Wow. He would sing a verse, then he'd have me sing a verse. It was kind of... It was, yeah. It's... Amazing. Wow. I got it. That, you know, so uh, close to the experiences in my life, Travis. Um, Now, (laughs) I was so struck by not just like sort of your vulnerability and that, but your uh, your eyes were incredible. I mean, I think that's one of your, you know, they say the windows to the soul or whatever, but you know what I mean? They're so emotive in terms Mm of just that character in terms of what I watched. Um, I believed, I believed that I was her. Yeah. At that time in my life, that's kind of who I was. Yeah. As a matter of fact, when I sang the song in my own little corner for the first time, yeah. and when we when we were shooting it, the director had to stop, and he, he came down from the booth, and he said, you know, sweetheart, we can't understand the words because you're crying so much. Oh. Yeah. So that was me. I, I was crying, too. I watched that uh, clip today, and that fucking bitch from Bewitched is the one that put you in the corner. What's her name? No. She wasn't on Bewitched. Who's the, is that the Wikipedia played, crap again? No, who played? Who played Joe Van Fleet. Played, oh, she looked like... No, Agnes Moorhead? Yes! Not even. Okay. <laughs> all right. She seems to be soldiering on despite all my mistakes. <laughs> She's here for the politics. You understand I'm drunk in my basement. All right, I, I'm just saying she looked a lot like... Okay, Agnes all Moorhead. right, fine. Fine, if you say it wasn't, I guess I'll go with what you say instead of Wikipedia. Um... Wait, okay, here's an amazing fun fact. You were married to John Peters. Oh, that's which... not such an amazing fun fact. No, but I, well, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, no. Yeah. Was he married to Barbara Streisand or just with her? Just with her. Okay. But that was after me. Okay. That was after me. Wow. But uh, I'm just saying, a straight what hair, are you saying? hairstylist is not a bad move for any woman. Oh, please. Don't even begin. You made a joke about that, that that's all a woman needs is a good hairstylist. <laughs> yeah. All right, no. you had a son he's, who is I, fantastic, I'm told. Yes, he is fabulous. Yeah. But you, so you were married to, uh, in, in 1967? John? Yeah. Yeah, Christopher yeah. was born in 68. Yeah, oh, okay. 1967. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There seems like, is there anything you'd like to share with us about that? There seems to be a mother load of information for <laughs> that whole situation. It was probably one of the most difficult periods oh. of my life. Oh, wow. Yeah. Has he only been with famous women or actresses? Pretty much. Yeah. Now, since he, yes, since me, yes. Mm-hmm. Not casting any stones. Casting stones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, but so uh, then, uh, so you are married currently, Ronald Taft? Ron Taft, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. He's an advertising executive, a madman. 
<laughs> he's fabulous. He's so fabulous. Aww. He's the best. Well, good for and you. And he's a brilliant guy, too. Aw. Yeah. And so, uh, good for you. So, happily ever after. Fucking A. Travesty. It happens. Not everyone ends up in their story. basement. You'll be fine. You're gonna okay, be fine. all right. Well, hook me up. Listen, um... <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's another fantastic phone. You played uh, Lois Lane in uh, the 1975 TV special, It's a Bird, It's a Plane, It's Superman. I went. I watched your screen test today uh, for the role of Lois Lane in the oh, 1978 for, Superman film. Yeah, that was for the movie, right? Yeah, the, the movie. Test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you lost out to Margot Kidder. I did. Bitch. It happens. Listen, let's not disparage Jessica Lang <laughs> and Margot Kidder and Meryl Streep and Margot Kidder, who are all bitches. Let's not do that. <laughs> you know what they haven't done? Your podcast. Yeah, there you go. Let, don't say anything about Margot Kidder. Let's not make any. Okay. Yikes. Um, in a totally unrelated story, you played a mental patient. <laughs> what? Opposite Peter Falk. George Hamilton in the Columbo episode in 1975. I've had a lot of mental patients. This Did you? So, yeah, I have. Okay. Because you don't seem crazy at all, but they just... I was. They, oh, all I right. I was very crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, in what way? Every way. I was completely <laughs> like, out of my wha- Like Wactress crazy? Not so much bad acting, but, but um, yeah. in my own personal life, I was out of my yeah. In what, in what way? Oh, help, Mommy. Help, Mama. Tell me, <sighs> tell me something that'll make me feel better about my life. Can, can you help fix her? <laughs> She's got it all figured out now. Exactly. You need to mentor me. I can in what you. way, honey? <laughs> you name it. Oh. All right. I mean, just how long have you been married to, to Ron? Ron. We've been together. I know his name. You made it seem like I don't. <laughs> no, I could. I you were about to say Ronald. And I was like, no, no. No, Ron. I get Ron. it. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> We've been together 29 years. I've been <gasps> married 18. That is fantastic. It is fantastic. It is fantastic. Wow. Given where I came so from. So you jettison the crazy. Perhaps you can help me with that. Perhaps you can be can. my spirit animal. I could. I will. It's true. I worked hard. Wow. Crazy. I don't know why. I just love that. Do you remember anything about that? It was the Columbo episode, uh, A Deadly Stare of Mind. Now, did you kill someone? What, what was I your? I killed myself, don't I? Oh shit! I think really? I did. George Hamilton. Was yeah, do you expect dead. me to remember? I was in my. I was a teenager. I don't You're know. In diapers. It just seems fantastic. <laughs> I was in. I was in high school. <laughs> I don't remember very much, but I was definitely crazy. I was crazy in a project called Pearl. It was a miniseries with wow. Angie Dickinson, and um, oh god, here's a great story. I was madly in love. You asked me if I had any. Yeah. Like off screen, but I was insanely in love with Natalie Wood and still oh am. well who is oh, don't we hate that bastard Robert Wagner again he's a new person of interest now 40 years later so even <laughs> if Trump escapes Mueller now we will fucking get him like Jean Valjean well okay anyway, if he steals a breadcrumb 40 my, years from now okay I got really personal stuff she was sorry. my total idol I'm sorry idol, and she still is I love yeah. her but she, I did this miniseries with Robert Wagner. I played his, yeah. his girlfriend or whatever. And we had a, a, a love scene. She came with her children, who were basically small at that time, yeah. and sat as close to where you're sitting with, to me yeah. right now yeah. on the set while we did our love scene. And but she did what she didn't know is that I could have cared less for Robert Wagner. I only cared about her. Yeah. So there you go. That's that a fantastic love story. I love that love story. <laughs> I loved her. Yeah. Oh my God. 
Yeah, yeah. you're bored by that. Beautiful, amazing. What, what Stephanie heard was that you were thinking about her the whole time and said, "Truly, <laughs> loved her." Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was laughing because I, I, you remember, I played myself in uh, Diagnosis Murder, and I was suspected of killing uh, the Dr. Laura character, mm-hmm. but I didn't do it. You should have. Well, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Wait a minute. Here's a section I just have to ask about. <laughs> How did you get in so many goddamn music videos? What was that about? I know, isn't that I know weird? that everyone loves you, but you were... Okay. Um, okay, by the way, also a murder suspect in Clue. Just saying. Fishy. Shady. <laughs> Leslie Ann Warren. Um, okay. In 1986, featured in Bob Seger's uh, video for American Storm. 1989, in Aerosmith's Janie's Got a Gun. Uh, I did another one, too, right? right? Eagles, Life in the Fast right. Lane. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's where I met a man that I was with for seven years. Um, mm-hmm. Who was that? Jeffrey Hornaday, choreographer. Oh, oh yes. Flashdance. Oh. Why did, did you go cho- like did that? He cho- did he choreograph everything? That, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in bed? Was he like? <laughs> and two, three, and okay, no, good. <laughs> Sorry. Stephanie. Uh, and with more rhythm. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. What am I saying? What do what? you want me to say? I don't say? know. I, uh, no, why were you all all the music videos? I don't know. It's very bizarre. I don't know. And I just went to a thing the other night, and I have a great picture of Steven Tyler and myself. Because <gasps> he started a fund called Janie's Fund based on the video that we did, Janie's Got a Gun. Wow. For sexually abused children, girls. Yeah. And he had a big fundraiser. Oh, I thought you were going to say... Dick, because it looks like it yeah. in those pants, but okay. <laughs> that was not... That was not where she what? was going, Steph. I, how am I supposed to know where she's going? I, Since when do you focus on those things? <clears throat> um, I love this part. You were extremely upset at first about your performance in Victor Victoria, thinking you were horribly over the top. <laughs> That's true. I did. And I was mortified. And I thought, this is the end. This is it. This is the yeah. end. I was at Blake Edwards' house, and he... He and Julie were having a private screening for all the actors, and everybody was laughing uproariously, and I was dying. I thought, oh, my God, this is... This. And he said, how, how, what do you think? What do you think? After yeah. it was over, and I said, well, you know what? Let me just let me just call you tomorrow. And I went in my car, and I cried for Aww. hours. I'm not kidding. I, yeah. I, 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 I thought it was, you know, and then I was proven wrong. So that's a good thing. <laughs> Uh-oh, you've got a mouthful. No, sorry. Pardon pardon me. <laughs> I'm eating for two now. You and me. I'm eating... I, listen, I always eat for one ballerina in addition to me. <laughs> My friend Trish, you're going to meet her in a little bit. She's a ballerina. Let me pause mid-happy hour, Sean, to tell you that uh, here in Hollywood, pretty much everything about me is fake. Mm-hmm. I am Frankenwoman. Okay. See these? These mm-hmm. are caps. However, they're not the same white caps as when I got them. Do I want to have them redone for a bloody fortune? No, I do not, sir. Why would you? No. I want power swabs. It works on all dental work. Uh, you don't have to use those teeth whitening trays anymore. Ah, ah, sloppy, expensive, right? Yeesh. Burns your gums. Uh, teeth whitening strips. Ah, okay. The, the power swabs are here. I'm telling you, this year I'm going to have sparkling pearly whites because I'm holding my fresh box of power swabs. What is it? What does Joe Biden call his? The high beams? That's what, <laughs> that's what you want. 
You never really whiten until you whiten with power swabs. They're clinically proven to average eight, average two shades whiter in just five minutes. I ain't kidding. Five minutes. Power swabs never leave my teeth and gums all sore and sensitive like other whitening treatments. That's why I swore off it. And then power swabs. Here they are, backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. You need to try power swabs. You won't believe how much whiter your teeth are in just five minutes. And I got you a great deal. Go to powerswabs.com. The code is sexy. Right for 40% off plus an additional $10 off plus a free quick stick. Take that on the road with you. That's right, 40% off plus $10 off plus a free quick stick. Or call them 1 800 668 1749. And the code is sexy. Buypowerswabs.com. The code is sexy. Buypowerswabs.com. Do it now. Wait, but so, um, what was that like when you were like, oh no, I suck, my career's over. This was what, oh, Academy Award nomination. Yeah, it was. <laughs> what was that like? Crazy. I was like, oh. I know it was it was crazy. It actually, when it changed for me, when I realized that I was completely wrong, was yeah. uh, they had a remember the Schubert Theater here in L.A. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. So they had a big big premiere here at the Schubert Theater, and it was yeah. you know all red carpet, la di da, all of that stuff. And I saw and heard people going berserk over that performance. Yeah, and I realized that I didn't know what the fuck I was talking yeah. about. Yeah, you're like. You, you said to yourself in the mirror, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just much. shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, okay. There's another interesting fun fact in your career about um, you were in the comedy series Snip, which was a takeoff of the Warren yes. Beatty movie Shampoo. Anyway, but it was just, I, I thought it's interesting given today's, uh, that they, NBC abruptly canceled this really freaked out because there was a gay character. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. God forbid a guy, a, a gay hairdresser. <laughs> I know. And we right. shot seven episodes. And wow. They just tabled it. Wow. And then Billy Crystal went on to become the first, yeah. you know, yeah, gay yeah, character. Yeah. 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 And I was, you know, it was, and shampoo was really, was really not, uh, you know, it was, um, there was a man, a hairdresser named Jean Chacove that John Peters kind of was mentored by. Yeah. And it was really about Jean Chacove, that, that movie, shampoo. As it, a lot of people think it was about John Peters, but yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, wow. Uh, well, we're going to get into your activism on top of all, because I, I just, in terms of where we were then with gay rights, where we are oh, now, how far backward we've gone with Trump. I mean, it's... it's. Uh, Isn't it terrifying, though? I mean, I am oh, really yeah. seriously depressed. And, yeah. I mean, I mean, really. You went to March. You, that's why we hooked up, because you yeah. uh, were with Allie downtown, mm-hmm. and you were like, oh, my God, let's go march with Stephanie Miller. And I was like, oh, my God. I would love that. And then I told us where to meet us, right, at Macy's. And yes. Allie's like, oh, we'll just see you in Pershing Square. Yeah. <laughs> With 600,000 other people. I was like, I'll be the one in the pink pussy hat. So we did not. <laughs> no, we did not. We did not. Because Allie's not good at but logistics. Did you, were you the, were you, no, she was, she was not. Did, did, She's like, we'll just see you in Pershing Square. I'm like, me and 600,000 other people? Did you watch the performance? Were you around when the performances? And I know the we couldn't get close enough. We were drinking mimosas by then. Okay, well we were there, right okay. up there. Right of course in, you were. You're fucking mm-hmm. Leslie and Moore. But it was fantastic. What's your point? <laughs> well, come with me next time. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus, you got to go a list. You can't sum Wait, it up. Tell us about your activism, where it started, and why, and how, and whatever. I mean, I started marching in the '60s. You know, with for women's rights. Did you really? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Does this feel like deja vu? Like deja? What the fuck? No, it doesn't. Doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. it feels much scarier now. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. It. You know, the person that honestly, this is so bizarre. Me but, too. You're probably like, oh, welcome to my Tuesday. All the seventies. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. It's it's. 
the person that turned me on to sort of women's issues was Warren Beatty. He okay. was a friend, and he told me to read Jermaine Greer's book, um, The Female Eunuch, which was the sort of Bible at the time. Yeah. And I read it, and it changed my life. It really turned my head inside out. And I started getting, you know, I got very involved in marching and, and, yeah. and women's rights and, you know, activism back then. This feels entirely different. It, it feels terrifying. I mean, that felt, yeah. that felt you know, that we had a huge hurdle, which yeah. we didn't really actually get to yeah. jump over fully. But there was a lot of hope, and there was a lot of... Um, right. This... I'm scared. I mean, I am... The, in 2018, that we're protesting I, this shit again? I can't believe it. Like, yeah. across the board. I mean, it's yeah. so scary. And every day, and I know, you know, everybody says this, but it's really true. It's t- absolutely terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's literally hair on fire every day. Every day. This is a fucking, not just yeah. misogynist, sexual assaulter, but, you know, traitor in the White House. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, you know, is there by accident, and we just have to hope that, you know, like, what's the saying about the arc of justice is long, but, it, you know. I just hope that, I, what I hope is that in 2018 that we can get enough people right. in the House. Unless Russia decides that election too. But yes, I agree with you. Well, there is, I just ride, coming over here, I heard on the radio that Russia's been sending out all these tweets about release the Release the memo, yeah. 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 I mean, it's, I mean. It's like America against Trump and the complicit Republicans. Yeah. However many of them there are. Exactly. All that are at this point. What? All of them at this point. Well, not all of them. I mean, you know, but a lot of the ones that are retiring are like, oh, this is troubling. Okay, see ya. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, that's how it sort yeah. of emanated. That's where it emanated from. But but now it just feels, um, I can't, I feel like I can't do enough. You know? Yeah. It's like I want to go with Chelsea Handler and go to yeah. the different states and work for them. Because if we can get No, people- no, no. I'm the only comedian you love. Okay, Listen that's to me. True. Come back to mama. <laughs> Come back to me. Come back to me. Chelsea who? <laughs> No, we have to. We have to do it. It it is uh, because that's the only way that anything is going to happen is if we can get enough people. Sweet boy. Yes. Yes. Get enough people in the government. Who's Pookie? Which one? Nobody. Just kidding. Pookie's been gone a long time, (laughs) but Pookie was my first dog because of you. All right, go ahead. Just if we yeah. can get people in the government that can stop him from the things that he's doing, yeah. that can put up a, you yeah. know, that's the, I don't know what else is yeah. going to stop this. Yeah. It's scary. Um, can I just say one thing? Uh, you were very proud of your work and willing to kill the Texas cheerleader story. <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing. I no, was. I got clobbered by an HBO movie. Yeah, You know what we have to say today is, fuck Jessica Lang, fuck HBO, because they did a movie of the same theme at the same time. And it was Holly Hunter, whom I love. But, yeah, but it was, uh, yeah. Fuck her, too, along with Jessica Lang. <laughs> put, put them all in a goddamn bin. Okay. I was proud of it. Yes. But there you go. Yeah. It got but those are the kind of women that elected Trump, right? Holly Hunter? No, no. No, listen, try to oh, yes. the actual women you played yes, yes, that yes, would kill someone yes. to get their daughter on the cheerleading squad. And this is, you know that this is a true story. You know this, right? Make some news now. Plus, Ann Warren as Holly Hunter. That's the- got, got Trump elected. Now, wait. That's the title of the episode. I'm going to kill myself. All right, okay, go ahead. listen. 
<laughs> yes. You, what? We, oh, huh? What? Okay. Oh, the yeah. Texas cheerleader. But, but you know that's a true story, right? Yes, of course it's it is. true No, we were just story. doing a story yesterday about these Texas fucking evangelical moms <laughs> that are for Trump. I, I heard the same story, and I I can't even. They're just, the oh, hair. no, he's yeah. for the Lord. And yeah, they I know. made I a charcoal painting of him. In the, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Really? He just. Paid off a porn store when his wife well, now, was pregnant. Did you hear the latest? Did you hear on the what? way here? Where she's been? She was going to be on the View. She had a few other right. things to do. She's she's canceled all of her. They killed her. Oh, I'm sorry. Pretty no. much. Pretty much. Oh. They canceled all of her. Yes. Uh, appearances. God Jesus knows what she's. Christ on a popsicle whatever. stick. Or she may have just gotten the payoff. Now, what do you think of Melania? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did she wear a white pantsuit to the State of the Union by accident? Or is that a fuck you, I voted for Hillary? Like, in January, oh. you wear a white pantsuit. I thought it was maybe in, in in opposition to the women that were told to wear black, you know, for the hashtag, hashtag oh, no. Me Too. No, no, no. It was a suffragette Hillary white pantsuit. Good, good, good. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. She needs to just fucking blink the I right number to, of times and we'll I know, come get her. I know, I know, I know. Okay. Here's Bob Mueller's number. Let's see what's happening. Um, all right. What? Okay. Can I just say, all right, I, you, you're, you love Sherman. You're in Sherman Oaks, which you love <laughs> yes. more than Wisteria Lane is this. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, that's true. But you do all the same shit I do. We need to go be hiking buddies. You hiking. Let's do it. Yeah. Fryman Canyon, etc. Pilates. Uh, I don't do that. Uh, I don't do Pilates anymore, but I did it. Well, I did this Broadway show, and I had yeah. to do a lot, ton of dancing. Yeah. And Pilates three times a week was the only thing that kept me from hurting myself. Yeah. It's kind of major. What, well, now, what do you do now? I do cardio, and I do weights, and I do... Me too. Well, come on. Let's do something. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, because you obviously uh, look amazing. You're in amazing shape. So, what? Uh, tell me, what, I mean, what else do you do? You hike, you do... I hike, I take classes sometimes you know i i i dance no i don't take oh. dance classes because <laughs> she's a dancer damn it travis how many times must i cover this she doesn't need to take a class she knows okay. what she's doing no, she old dancers like myself hurt themselves when they go back to class because yeah. you want to do what you did yeah. and you can't yeah. there's like no way so no i do you know classes for cardio for um core for pilates you know kind of yeah. pilates classes you know yeah um i hike i do cardio and the elliptical, you know. Yeah. I work out like five days a week. And now... Do you? Yes. Because well, you're in well, amazing shape. I was going to say, I'm not sure why she can't. She, she, can't, she, she can't stop moving. <laughs> I'm, like a, I'm like a shark. I can't stop moving. Shape. I do a trainer three days a week. I do soul cycle two days a week. I hike every day. Amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, can't do any of that spinning stuff because I can't, it's like, I can't sweat that much. It makes No, me you can with me. You're com- I'm, I'm taking you. Okay, right. You're doing it. Okay. Okay. You should join the cult. All right. <laughs> it is you a cult. Do you go to that woman? It is a cult. Do you go to that woman? You have two choices, Scientology or Soul Cycle. Just go with me. Just do it. Do you, is it that woman that preaches shit while you're doing it? You know, that woman that everybody goes to? Who? Some woman in West Hollywood. Angela? Yeah. Yes, I am in the church of <laughs> Angela. I love that you know who it is. Oh my God! Because I, that's because of the goddamn two wolves thing. Remember, I told you that we all have two wolves inside of us: one greed, anger, fear, envy; the other one is love, kindness, empathy, whatever. And the Trump's only got Native American. The Native American. Listen to me, okay, The Native American goes, "Which one wins?" And he says, "The one you feed." 
Oh, God. Oh. But what does that have to do with so Okay, Leslie, uh, listen to me. <laughs> You're feeding the wrong wolf if you don't know why. Oh, yeah, I know. Because- I'm a, like, I'm like, she's like, there's no. Re- What's the other thing she says? Oh, There's no recovery that? in this class. Recovery staying alive. Recovery staying alive. I'm like, really? Because I kind of feel like I might be having a <laughs> stroke. <laughs> okay. Well, good oh, for you. Um, That's great. Yeah. Um, sweat is just, you know. Pain leaving the body. Pain leaving the body. <laughs> Not it's after. weakness. It's weakness and pain leaving the body, Travis. All right, you're going with me. I can't believe okay. you know what I'm... Okay. All right. All right. I'll try one. Is there anything you'd like to say about these 16 pages of your resume? <laughs> you asked for the whole thing. Really, Travis? You asked for the whole thing. Do I have not have enough show pop? <laughs> show <laughs> Trump administration? Really? Show this is my show prep for happy hour. <laughs> what the fuck? We'd be here like for a week talking about your body of work. Let's <laughs> But all right, let's start, wait, wait, just for a minute, because I think this is important for the whole women's march, Me Too moment. You talking about you having anorexia in your teen years, in your 20s, you were in ballet. How how did you get over that? How did that change? How did you empower yourself? I mean, honestly, I didn't get over it till my 30s. Um, you haven't eaten a goddamn thing since you've been here. <laughs> um, you know, it was a lot of therapy, really. Yeah. I mean, it was therapy. Yeah. You know, it was, it was just... Um, I don't know. You know, it took a long time. It took a long time. Yeah. It my, it, it's a very, very common illness yeah. with dancers. Very common. Well, not just dancers, but you feel like... Michael I, Bennett. I, you know who Michael Bennett yeah, is? Yeah, I'm from Buffalo. Okay. So Chorus line. Okay. Oh. So Michael Bennett used to say that a dancer's most potent relationship is with the mirror. And that's really true because from the time you're a baby, yeah. you're standing in front of that mirror and you're being criticized for how your body and how it's moving and looking. And you are watching yourself constantly uh, criticizing yourself and being, you know, hypercritical, knowing how something is supposed to look and then, you know, if you don't achieve it, blah, blah, blah. So that issue, you know, it took me a long, long time to get over it. My, yeah. I have girlfriends now who say they don't want to tell me certain things because I'm so hypercritical of me. That they don't, they're afraid that I'll be, and I'm so not like that with anybody else. Right. Just myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but don't you feel like so many of us, I mean, I I feel like there's, I've always said like, I don't know if there's a woman I know that has not had an issue with weight or body image or eating or this or that. Because it's, because because of, no offense, bitches like you, because I'm saying movies. <laughs> and magazines it's and magazines, images and people yeah. that you're like, oh, yeah. I don't look like that. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I'm right. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. And, you know, you asked, how did I get over it? And I, I remembered also it was because I got very, very sick in my late 20s and early yeah. 30s, physically ill, yeah. with lots of things that were scary things. And, I, and they, they didn't turn out to be scary, but they were, you know, they right. could have been. Right. And I didn't want to be sick anymore. And I, yeah. I ran into this woman, Dr. Janet Zand, who's a brilliant right. naturopath, and she she helped me to uh, physically, you know, get well. And when I got well physically, I didn't need to do the kind of behaviors that I was doing for the yeah. rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a nutshell. Well, that's a uh, that's a life saving story for a lot of women. I mean, it really is. It's I, I don't think men understand, you know, the pressure that women feel, uh, you know, and it, regardless of age, sexuality, whatever, Absolutely. we've all grown up with, 
you know, just images on yeah. television and movies and magazines. I had to stop reading fashion magazines. Yeah. I did that years and years and years ago. Yeah. Because it was too painful. What? I won't, you know, I yeah. was always judging, measuring, and it never, I never measured up, and yeah. it was too hard. Okay. Uh, but you were, uh, well, not just six when you started, but you were 13 when you started working with George Balanchine? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's when I started. That, you know, my anorexia journey started. Um, what was it like to work with George Balanchine when you were 13 as a ballerina? Well, he was incredibly strict. You know, he was yeah. very judgmental, very critical, inspiring, of course. I mean, incredibly inspiring. Yeah. But, you know, all the little 13-year-olds, we would sit on the floor and before class, and we would we would um, compare, you know, well, today I only had a half a lettuce wedge and a, and a quarter of an apple. What did you have? Well, I had four cups of tea, tea and one quarter of a muffin. I mean, it was, you yeah. know, you... Insane. So yeah. It was insane. So, you know, that's where it started, and, and you know... I mean, I I don't I don't regret any of the teachers that I've had. That have, yeah. You know, because they were unbelievably brilliant and inspirational. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I went from another ballet teacher, a Russian teacher who was extremely strict and, and yeah. critical, to Balanchine to uh, uh, Lee Strasberg. Yeah. Who I whom I owe everything to. Yeah. But who was also strict for acting. Yeah. Critical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, listen, you sound like you've had an incredibly uh, joyless life except no! for all of the uh, awards. <laughs> We're going to change all that tonight at the happy hour after party. No. <laughs> no, it's been fantastic. <laughs> it sounds fantastic and yet really horrible. No. No wonder I bailed on ballet at, at five, Travis. I'm like, this is bullshit, Mom. It's some fucking bullshit. What did you do? What did you like to do? I, I was a junior dying. Softball. <laughs> Softball, football. Mm -hmm. I did. I played football with my friends at Willow Park. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great. I just, it's not my bag, man. That's yeah. totally fine. Not a good, I remember I was uh, in the junior Miss Pageant when I was 17. <laughs> we had to do a dance uh, number to Love is in the Air. And uh, I remember my dad after it was like, you were going the opposite way. Everybody was going that way, and you were <laughs> going. But I remember that's when I got my first laughs. And it was not, they were not supposed to be laughing then, but everyone when was laughing. When did you sort of morph into this that's sitting in front of me? This, when oh, did you? this thing in my basement, Leslie <laughs> Thank you for asking. <laughs> Shortly after, I get, didn't get anywhere near working with George Balanchine or getting nominated for an Oscar. That's how this... <laughs> um... <laughs> I've heard you have no. that. You know who else told me about you? I just did a movie mm -hmm. with Mo Gaffney. <gasps> I love her. I love her too. With the I heat of a thousand so white hot suns. Much. Yes. And somehow yeah. you came up oh. and she said, oh, she has the greatest dinner parties. And I said, get me invited. Get me invited. Oh. <laughs> Please get me invited. So now you have to invite me. Well, this is going on your already extensive Wikipedia page, Leslie Ann Warren. <laughs> People have known you've done this. Your, your IMDb's going to be updated with your latest appearance on the Stephanie Miller podcast. <laughs> I am honestly. How come you're not answering about the dinner parties? What? I'll, you you can come to the you want to come to resistance dinner parties? Let's yes. do it. Let's do another one. Travis, let's get on this. Let's did do Mo, it. Uh, did Mo go? Uh, yes, she's been to one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do this. Boss. All right. Well, we didn't know each other yet. That's true. You got Leslie and Warren. You got Martin Sheen wanting to come. Yeah, let's okay. do this. Let's have a new one. Okay. Let's do it. All nice. right, Leslie good, and good, Warren. Good. I love you in an embarrassing way, <laughs> in which I want to reenact that uh, scene from the Nymphia Nymphomaniac. Uh, <laughs> Girl and girl. I'll be Jane Marsh. The director's choice. Of yes. Course. Yes. 
Why not? <laughs> we'll just we'll do an outtake tonight and put it on the YouTube. Stephanie. <laughs> what? Look at her. She's fucking hot and she's fucking awesome and she's Leslie Ann Warren. Love you, honey. Yeah. Hey, this is Ryan Knight, and if you've enjoyed this podcast, you're going to love my podcast, Amped Up with Proud Resistor, where we dive deep into progressive issues, Trump's crimes, and we have great guests like Rosie O'Donnell, Rob Reiner, and Malcolm Nance. You're such a name dropper. Oh, you know. So come on and join us at Amped Up with Proud Resistor on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Network.